Oh my gosh, hello. I'm so happy you're here. Um, I'm really excited for this episode because it's going to be a little bit more lighthearted. I had something else planned and I completely just um, put that to the side and was like, I'm going to do this. It was inspired by another person that um, did an episode like this and I just thought it was really fun. So I wanted to take my shot at um, kind of evaluating the wellness trends going on, whether it's like a product or an activity or a ritual, something like that. Um, But just to kind of like give you the set of the scene right now, I'm drinking one of the Kin Euphoric Euphoric's drinks, which is just an alcoholic beverage alternative. Um, It's so cute. I'm drinking the Light Wave Grounding Calm one. Um, And yeah, the no alcohol, no caffeine. And it says, open a portal to peace. It has reishi mushroom, L-theanine, L-tryptophan and um, let's see just some other yummy herbs birch bark lavender vanilla yummy delicious I don't drink these that often but I think they're just kind of nice to have if you just like want that little evening drink um and you don't want to drink alcohol it's just great um so this is I just I'm so excited to do this I just want to jump right into it um I have a probably like 15 different little wellness trends that I wanted to talk about and one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about all of this is because there's so much out there and there's all these different people posting their little morning routines and I feel like this like when I see one I'm like oh my gosh like I should be doing that Because if they're healthy, like, I should be doing that, right? It makes you think that. Um, But you don't need to partake in all of these things. And I think the bottom line to all of this that I'm going to talk about today, number one, it's my opinion. Number two, if it feels good for you, I think you should do it. If you feel like you need to do it because you saw it on the internet and someone had an ad and it convinced you to buy it, like, like think about what your intention is for doing that like it is so easy to get sucked into advertisements and marketing and stuff um so yeah I think trying something never hurts but I just want you to know like you don't need to succumb to all of these like wellness trends it's just it's too much it makes us think like this if I I need to be doing all of these things to be healthy and I need to do all of these things to be well and you it's just not that you just need to find what feels good for you and do that even if it is something that I talk about on this and I'm like I don't really like this like if it feels good for you freaking do it um the first one I wanted to talk about is the hot girl walk and I don't know if you've heard about it um it's just like a TikTok, Instagram thing or whatever that people are doing their hot girl walks. Um, I think it started with a bunch of like wellness girlies doing, you know, putting on their Lulu biker shorts and their strap over bag and their AirPods and going on a hot girl walk in the evening. And I think it's, um, I actually saw one of the one of my friends um I haven't 
actually met her in person, but I feel like we're friends. We follow her on social media. Her name is, um, her Instagram handle is just mans and she's the founder of the pretty naked. And I loved one of the posts that she did. It was like, instead of hot girl, um, like hot girl summer, it's like a hot girl mindset or something like that. And I love that because that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. I think it's really cool that people, you know, are posting that they're going on walks. I'm like, cool. Um, and also that they're making it an experience instead of something like you feel like you need to do and it makes it fun. And it also, when people post it, it probably feels like accountability to them. Um, and I do it too. I think it's really fun in the evening. I'm like, I'm going to go on my little hot girl walk and it's like a little activity. And I do the same thing. I put on my little biker shorts or whatever I want and my strap over bag so I can have my phone in it and um, my headphones and I just, I just go. And it feels so nice and makes me just feel like it's this little experience I've already... Yeah, anyway, I like the hot girl walk. I think it's cute and fun. Next up is lemon water. I uh, This is an interesting one because I've seen so many people, their little wellness routine videos doing lemon water. I do lemon water in the morning. And then I've seen some like just people on social media being haters and annoying being like lemon water doesn't do anything like you're just like doing this extra step in your routine for no reason and I'm like okay shut up because first of all it's ritualistic to me it's something I do in the morning that kind of like brightens up my mood almost like it's a citrus fruit and it's brightening and soothing and warming And I just add like a pinch of sea salt or Himalayan pink sea salt or Himalayan salt in there. And it creates your own little homemade Gatorade pretty much. It has your little electrolytes and um, just some natural sweetness from the lemon. And so it's like your own Gatorade from home. And I think no matter what it is, it's important that people are hydrating and if you don't like drinking plain water, I think putting lemon water, lemon in your water is a really great um, practice. That's how I originally started to drink more water. Not to mention the fact that there's vitamin C in there, baby. And I did some research on like peer-reviewed articles because I'm like, okay, a lemon is a lemon. I know what a lemon is, but like what does it actually offer? And... I know that all plants are medicinal and through this I found that it actually really does have a lot of compounds in it that contribute to like um, having anti-inflammatory effects, antibacterial, antifungal, lowers your cholesterol, it increases your gastric motility, reduces nausea, neutralizes stomach acid, increases bile flow, all sorts of things. So it has a really, really good powerful effect on your immune system, and digestion. So all around, hell yeah, lemon water. I would love to partake in that, and I do, and I'm going to keep doing it. Um, next up, functional mushrooms. So if you don't know what this is, if you don't, or if you haven't heard about it, it is not just like your traditional like mushrooms, 
um, culinary mushrooms. It's a different type of mushroom. I, I call it a genre of mushroom. I don't know. Um, but basically it's a bunch of different types of mushrooms like cordyceps. Um, oh my God, I literally am blanking. <laughs> my Um, I am drawing a complete blank. <laughs> I am going to pause this for one second. Okay, I'm back. I did not mean to do my functional mushrooms dirty like that. I use these so much and I just completely lost my entire brain right there. So there's reishi, chaga, cordyceps, lion's mane, shiitake, turkey tail. Those are the main ones and you can get them in powder form. That's probably going to be your easiest, best bet on this situation. And a lot of people are doing the mushroom coffee thing and it's not like you're having coffee with a bunch of mushrooms floating around in there it's like a powder and you can mix it in it's like pretty tasteless you can put it into a smoothie and you definitely wouldn't taste it but i am obsessed to say the least i am a huge advocate for microdosing psychedelic mushrooms so I obviously am a huge proponent for functional mushrooms, the non-psychedelic kind. Um, If you've never heard of Paul Stamets, he is like the king of mushrooms. And um, he has a documentary on Netflix, I believe, called Fantastic Fungi. Highly, highly recommend watching this if you're at all interested in functional mushrooms. Um, There is an entire webbed network of underground connections and happenings and all of the tree root networks and they're all connected by mycelia and fungi. I think fungi, I guess. And it's just like mushrooms are conscious living beings and they can help with so many things especially with our brain like lion's mane is super great for your brain and cordyceps is extremely powerful in like building endurance and stamina and things like that but if you are at all interested watch that documentary and you're gonna be hooked i've been using these for so long and i just swear by them they're nature's most powerful immune support so if you're ever like getting sick or you're about you feeling something coming on like get some functional mushrooms in you and you will be golden and to prevent you from getting sick take these mushrooms like every single day they're amazing but there's some things to look for when you're purchasing them um so i'll just start by saying that this industry is getting big there's lots of companies out there and i'm totally gonna call them out um they're they're um a scam pretty much and they're basically selling you like this mediocre not authentic version of these functional mushrooms that don't really have all the benefits that you need um okay it's mudwater for sigmatic companies like that the huge companies garen goddamn tea they are not doing it the right way. So what you're going to look for is you're going to look for brands that, um, companies that actually grow these mushrooms on logs. Uh, 
or forage for them. When the companies get huge, they have very high um, demand. And so they start growing these mushrooms on either rice or oats. And this just takes away from a lot of the um, beneficial components of the functional mushrooms. So looking for if they grow them sustainably and exactly how they're supposed to be grown, which is on logs, and then looking for in the ingredients if they contain the fruiting body of the mushroom. Mud water for sigmatic are just like no bueno. The the company brands that I really, 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 really um love and I tell everyone about are Malama mushrooms. They are based out of Hawaii and Live Ultimate. Hell yes. I actually have a whole episode um about the live ultimate like mushrooms um so you go go listen to that one if you are interested but i also have like a definition of what medicinal mushrooms are um they have been used in traditional medicine for thousands of years and they are not the psychedelic kind um mushrooms like chaga reishi lion's mane and cordyceps are packed with beneficial molecules that help increase resilience to stress they offer antioxidants um enhance energy levels regulate mood sharpen focus and a million more things and if you've ever heard of adaptogens like ashwagandha things like that this these functional mushrooms are kind of in that adaptogenic realm i think some of them are i'm not exactly sure which ones are specifically adaptogens maybe all of them but they can really help um, your body adapt to stress and mitigate stress and things like that. Um, but yeah, this is a 10 out of 10 situation. Functional mushrooms are like the future, I think. Anyway, next up, this one's just going to be really quick and dirty because it's just doesn't even deserve a lot of my attention. Calorie counting... I don't want to offend anyone, but I cannot stand this. Um, it creates a multitude of issues in itself. Disordered eating habits being one of those things. And with my experience with that um, and getting kind of lost in the calorie counting, the macro counting, counting thing, I'm just not for it. I don't think it's sustainable. All calories are not equal. This is a method that was created in like 1918 by someone named Lulu Hunt. And it's basically like the scientific, um, the scientific meaning of a calorie is like the amount of heat needed to raise the temperature of one kilogram of water by one degree Celsius. Like, cool. Can we keep that to the science realm? All calories are not equal. It's like, would you rather have I don't know, it it just got us all into this whole weight-watching movement back then. And I think it's still affecting people today to the point where they they think like they're reaching for these 100-calorie bag of cookies rather than an avocado. Yes, there's more calories in an avocado, but it's literally from the earth it's just crazy and i feel really bad that it affected so many people but it's just a thing of the past eating a nutrient-dense diet is so freaking crucial 
Your body needs calories anyway. Giving it the energy that it needs to function is so important and paying attention to the amount of calories you're eating is just pointless, honestly. Like trying to lose weight by reducing calorie intake and exercising more, it's just a huge flop. Anyway, dry brushing is my next thing. So what this is, is you're using a dry, stiff, bristled brush that is, um, you kind of like rub it on your body in like specific directions. Like I think for your legs, you, you brush up and you just generally brush towards like the center of your body. And it's kind of like an old ancient technique that it's just coming back. It's um, really helpful for increasing circulation, detoxifying, helps digestion, improves the appearance of cellulite, which I don't really care about. Um, but it ultimately just gets lymph moving. And what lymph, our lymph system is basically like the garbage collectors of our body. There's like toxins floating around in our body from just like our environment in general. And our lymph system kind of collects that and helps um, get that waste out of the body properly. And dry brushing can really help um, assist that process with um, directing lymph to these little garbage collector facility pods (laughs) that collect the waste. Um, I think it's a really... Um, great ritual. Personally, I don't have a dry brush, but what I do is when I'm putting on like coconut oil on my body after a shower, like I'll kind of do the the motions. So I don't think you absolutely need to go buy a dry brush, but the the intention behind the practice is really wonderful, I think. Um, and I, I really do think um, it helps a lot of people. And so then that segues perfectly into my next one, which is gua sha. So if you've never heard of gua sha, it also is kind of like an ancient practice. Um, it's generally used with like this little oblong abstract looking piece of jade stone. And it's flat, but it has these specific little waves and kind of bumps in this piece of flat stone that you can put oil on your face and kind of rub against your jawline and against your cheeks and your forehead and your eyelids and kind of just direct the flow of that excess fluid off of your face. Love. I genuinely use this every day of my life. I get up in the morning and I wash on my face. Um, I think it's super, super effective in depuffing in the morning. I follow my gua sha routine with like a, a a jade ice roller. Love that. I don't know if it's like actually depuffing my face, but like the the ice jade roller. But I know the gua sha is like when I wake up, I look like a little not cute like puffy chipmunk with my hooded eyes like I was always so insecure with my hooded eyelids um because they like made my eyes look puffy but after 
gua shaing my face and following it with uh, the jade roller that I just leave in the freezer and I roll my face on with this really cold stone. It is so magical and I feel like my day can start right after my gua sha. And I remember like going to work the other day and I, I was running late and I didn't get the chance to gua sha my face and I just remember being like, I feel disgusting. Like this is not cool. I need to go home and gouache on my face or else no one can look at me. Um, I just love it. And it's not absolutely necessary, no. Um, I used to do kind of the same practice with just my hands. I would just use my knuckles and stuff like that. But either way, you will not catch me having left the house without gouache my face. Um, the next one, let's see. Um, an extensive collection of, uh, face routine products. Uh, what do I call this? Like just tools. I don't know if you've also seen this on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that, but there's like something new coming out every goddamn day. Like, oh, this red light therapy or like this, like, sucky like this like thing where you like stick it on and it like sucks to your face suctions and you like pull it and to like decrease puffiness and the red light face masks and the microblading and then this and then that and it's like oh my fucking god like it is expensive to be beautiful but no, it's not. You don't need that stuff. That's what they want you to think. They want you to think that you need all of that stuff, but you don't. Like, you don't need a hundred serums and you don't need a hundred different face, whatever, masks even. You can make your own masks from things in your pantry, like bentonite clay and honey or apple cider vinegar, oats and honey or something like that. It's just all making you buy into all of these things. And I think the most important thing to remember is that skin truly does heal from the inside out. And I think it's really like um, sad that a lot of women are just at a loss with their face and having troubles with acne because I struggled with this so long and I still do. Um, and just being taught that these topical solutions are is are a cure to your acne, but it never gets to the root cause. And I, I will stand by that forever. Getting down to the root cause of whatever issue that you're dealing with is the most important thing. Like trentinoin cream or whatever doxycycline is not the cure to your acne there is something going on in your system that is out of balance and it has been trying to get your attention and the only way that it can kind of manifest out and show you that it needs help is maybe through your skin and in ayurveda which is like in it's like the ancient Indian practice of medicine. I don't exactly know if I said that right. But in Ayurveda, it is all about listening to the body and, and learning 
bodily cues and decoding those and getting to the root cause. And something I really found interesting when I learned about Ayurveda is that anger can cause acne. And it's, I know it's a lot, it has a lot to do with hormones and, and like stuff like that as well. But anger, if you think about it, what's the color that's associated with anger? It's red. And when we build up anger and resentment and frustration in our systems and we don't talk about it and we don't acknowledge it, it, it forms this energy that's creating heat and heat rises and the only place that it has to go is up and out. And so it's coming out in the form of acne and pimples and stuff like that. Um, so that's just interesting. Um, but I think sometimes too many products is probably making things worse. I think the less products that you can use on your face is probably going to be better. Um, I think it's kind of the same concept of like, you know, when you don't wash your hair as often, it gets less greasy because it's not being, it's not having all of those oils being stripped constantly. It's kind of like the same thing, like the less vigorous and like, like hard you're washing your face, or I guess if you're washing your face so hard twice a day, like stripping it of all of its oils it's it's going to try and produce more and all of that stuff I'm not a dermatologist by any means but I just truly believe that skin heals from the inside out and you don't need all of these products and expensive things to be beautiful you already are beautiful and I think the less things the better um Transitioning into a totally different thing is the trend. I think, I don't know if this actually is a trend, but I, it's just something that I've noticed a lot of people express curiosity in is the whole sober curious movement. And I think this is so interesting. Um, I think people are genuinely getting tired of the drinking culture. Um, and I don't know, but I I learn a lot from my friends here about just how the earth has, it's trying to raise its vibration. And so naturally as beings of the universe, we are created from that. We are kind of walking in that direction and our vibrations are up-leveling and alcohol has a very low vibration to it and can be very depressing to our system and so I think everyone's just like honestly feeling the impact of that and I know it sounds crazy and woo woo but it really is something that I truly believe in um and I think I I think a lot of people are just following their authenticity and realizing that alcohol it really is a numbing thing and it creates this whole different like personality and the people that I at least talk to are like that are curious sorry I'm yawning that are curious about this are also on like a self-discovery journey you know they're like I don't feel like I want to keep dimming my own personality with this like substance 
I want to be able to just express myself and be my authentic self. And I think that's really cool. And it is safe to break away from the habits you've had. It was really like intimidating for me personally to reduce my consumption of alcohol because I was like, wait, I feel like I don't know myself well enough to be able to feel comfortable and safe um, sober in environments that I usually would drink. Like, will I be fun enough? Will I be funny enough? But it's like, you you just have to trust yourself that it is safe to just be you and and know that there are people that will be attracted to your authentic self and the people that just want you for your drunk self I guess um they might just fade away from your life which is also okay but I think it's really cool because I'm also seeing more brands coming out with non-alcoholic drinks like kin um just uplifting mood boosting nootropic drinks i think it's a really cool movement that's happening um my next one is kombucha i drink this sometimes not all the time i think it's a good probiotic because like anything fermented is good for the gut but i've heard some things lately where it's not good to drink it like every day and I don't but I don't exactly know what the deal is behind that so maybe you can find that out if you're someone who drinks that a lot um but I would say my one thing with this is to be careful of like the sugars and the natural flavors natural flavors is something that's like a cover-up of a bunch of additives and it can be up to like a hundred different additives um And it's something you don't want to consume. So I would just like look out for that on labels and just be careful of how much sugar is in the kombucha. The one I really like is GT's kombucha. There's no sugars or added garbage. Um, But yeah, I love the gingerade one and the tantric turmeric. And there's a blue one and I can't remember what it's called. But it has, like, a bunch of ingredients like kiwi and probably, like, spirulina or something. It's, like, this electric blue. And when I tell you to go try it, you, like, literally need to go try it. It is the most interesting flavor of anything I have ever tasted. Like, it almost tastes like what heaven would taste like. And I, it's it's so weird because, like, I'm, like, I don't even really, like, love the taste of this it's so weird but it's like good and weird and it's just weird (laughs) like you need to go try it and you won't have a problem finding it because it is literally electric blue um but yeah it's nothing like I've ever had before super good um it's also something that I was drinking instead of alcohol at first because I I think it's just felt like it was giving me that almost like that little tummy warming alcohol feeling that I liked. Um, and it kind of does that. It's kind of like fun and naughty, but it's totally good for you. So try it. It's good. GT's kombucha is definitely the best. Um, moving on, meditation apps. Eh. I give them a, a a solid eh for me. I was using Headspace and 
I had to like stop using it because everything was locked unless I paid for the subscription. I'm like, no, I can, I can just find these on YouTube. There's way bigger variety of guided meditations on YouTube. And it's weird because they're like monetizing a spiritual practice. But I totally also get it because it is really helpful if you're starting out your meditation practice. That is exactly how I started my practice is with guided meditations from Headspace. And I would fall asleep to them. Um, So I think it is like a good thing. But I also like love like looking up just um you know heart opening meditation on youtube like guided meditation i think there's just way more out there and i'm like if you're wanting to like cut down on your bills i don't think you really need to pay for a meditation app anyway uh let's see adaptogens and like superfoods in general so i talked a little bit about adaptogens earlier when i was like talking about the functional mushroom situation and how adaptogens are basically like uh usually they're yet you oh my god i'm losing my mind i'm sorry (laughs) they're generally like a root like maca root and stuff like that but they are something that helps you adapt your body adapt to stress and balance your stress hormones and things like that and I like them, but I think it's more important to figure out what is actually stressing you out rather than relying on an adaptogen to just mask your stress. So that's that. Um, I I do use ash, ashwagandha and mix it into my um, matchas in the morning, but I'm not going to like freak out if I don't remember to do it. I don't know. Um, superfoods in general are a yes for me, but also like, eh, because they're pretty expensive. Um, I do think that like really concentrated forms of things like superfoods can be really great. Um, if you don't necessarily get a lot of antioxidants in and you want just like a quick boost, you can get like moringa and stuff like that. Um, I don't use these every day, but I think it's really just nice to have on hand when maybe you had like a rough day of eating and you just want to add in some polyphenols, some antioxidants. And if you're sick, you need some help, like quick building up your immune system. I think they're really great. Um, I would say like my biggest one is um, that I would recommend is spirulina. This is something you should definitely look into. There's so much history with spirulina. And I read recently that it was literally like living 1.5 billion years ago. And it was like one of the things that allowed aerobic aerobic organisms to exist. Like it helped create this environment that we live in today. It helped like create an environment for oxygen dependent organisms i don't know if that even made sense but i think it's literally like nature's most powerful plant or living organism i think spirulina is like top tier amazing but other superfoods um to me, like, I think, like, hemp seeds and 
cacao nibs and goji berries are all like superfoods because they're just um they're easy to add into things and they're really really nutrient dense that's really like the whole situation here I think you can't go wrong but if you're like trying to cut down on on your spending like I don't think superfoods are necessary but I love them um usually like I would say um let's see like a bag of moringa is maybe like 13 bucks but it does last a while so I mean like I am a a huge advocate for superfoods but like I don't want to just be like telling people that they need them because it's just another kind of like expense almost um the next one that I'm going to talk about is supplements I'm a little bit indifferent about this. I'm like 50-50 because I think they can be helpful, but I don't think that they should be relied on. Um, From my personal experience, when I was eating like hardcore vegan, um, I used supplements to kind of fill the gaps of the things that I was 100% deficient in. Um, And so I think if you have like dietary preferences, like you, you don't, you prefer not to eat meat and you need the B12 or like the iron and stuff like that. It's kind of like, okay, B12, I feel like everyone maybe should take a supplement on that because it used to come from just rich soil and now our soil is garbage. So I don't know about that one. I think it is something that maybe everyone should take, but like I don't think you need to supplement every single day because your body and your microbiome in your gut really thrives off of variety. And I think um, people get carried away with supplements. Like the word supplement is like, doesn't it mean like occasionally, like you're supplementing your diet with this supplement. It doesn't, mean like you need to take this every day and I get that there's some that say daily supplements but in my personal opinion I think it should be used as a supplement in moderation I think we should all be focusing on getting more nutrients in our diet and the food that we eat and having supplements take the back seat for a second Also, something that I would say is like do your personal research on the supplements that you're getting. Um, There's a ton that have fillers and sugars and natural flavors and gums and all of this shit that is like probably doing more harm than good. So I would say like, yes, use as a backup when needed. Do your research and look at the ingredients. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about is probiotics. This is an interesting one because there is a lot of opinions out there that you really do need to be on a probiotic and my opinion with all of this and based off of what my um, program was just talking about, the NTA, um, is that it's not going to be the thing that's going to heal your gut. It is a supplement and I think I will stand by this always is to focus on nutrient dense foods first and then focus on what you can add in to continue like up leveling your gut health routine um 
there is no best one I think there's ones that can be tailored like you can look for specific ones you know a probiotic for whatever you're dealing with or you can just look for really great brands and I'll share some of those with you but I think a couple of rule of general rules of thumb is to number one just research the company and kind of see what they're about and if they're solely focused on probiotics I think that's a really good sign I think there's some companies that are like full supplement companies and they're just trying to be jack of all trades really good at you know sort of good at all of these different things instead of just being really good at this one thing um and usually if it is a company that is just solely focused on probiotics that means they probably have an entire research team focused on this one specialty um and another thing to look for is did they specify the strain on of the probiotic um some companies that are really great are Seed, BioCult, Claire Labs, Microbiome Labs, and Biodophilus 7. Hopefully I said that right. Um, those are actually recommended by Nutritional Therapy Association, which I am going through right now. So that is that. And then my last one is just the whole wellness shots. This is like those little tiny like probably three ounce glass jar things that you see in the store like ginger turmeric wheatgrass all of that stuff unless you're taking one like every single day or like multiple of them every single day I don't think they're gonna have a really big difference because it's not like necessarily like concentrate it's just like a really small portion of juiced ginger you know what I mean and I think it can be best, like, if you're, if you have a stomach ache and you take a ginger shot, I think that probably could help. But I think if you're looking for, like, long, long-lasting health benefits, you would probably have to take them every day and, like, incorporate them into your um, lifestyle in a more regular fashion. But I think they're really cute. I think it's fun, and I think... It's also fun if you make them at home. You don't necessarily need to pay $6 for three ounce ginger shot. Super easy to make at home. You can just take fresh ginger, turmeric, whatever, lemon, um, and blend that up with some filtered water and put it into little like shot glass things or like a container and add it into your green juice or your smoothie um, or your lemon water in the morning. I really like to do that. Um, but I do drink this like often, more often than not. So I really do believe that ginger and wheatgrass and turmeric and all of those things have really great benefits. Um, but just not like, you know, just a one-time use is probably not going to be as effective as you want. Um, and yeah. I think that's like, that's pretty much all of the trend things that I had on my mind. Maybe I'll do another one of these episodes because it was actually really fun. And I want to maybe like do a poll on Instagram and see like what other things that I can review on here because I really actually already do want to make another episode on this. There's so many trends, but like bottom line, you don't, you don't need 
all of these things. I'm mainly speaking about the products. I would just always remember that a lot of the things that are marketed and marketed in a way to make you think that you need them, you probably don't need them. And anything natural, like actually natural, not just marketed as natural, like foods, nutrient-dense foods, and ritualistic practices and going on walks, I think that is all so great. Um, and I think ultimately, if you feel good doing it or eating it or consuming it in any sort of way, I think you should continue doing that, regardless of my opinion. Um, but yeah, this was really fun and... I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night or whatever time it is there. And I will see you in the next episode.